The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, because of the horrifying weekend we had in the United States, the news coverage kind of uh, obliterated what was going on in Hong Kong after eight weeks of protest. There is more, almost as much tear gas fired at protesters yesterday by the Chinese government as in the previous eight weeks combined. I mean, the protests have really hit a fever pitch. The protesters shut down buses, trains, caused 200 flights to be canceled. Meanwhile, the trade conflict with China continues, and that could have serious ramifications economically, especially in the future. Uh, to discuss these twin topics, we've invited on the uh, terrific Gordon Chang who is an American columnist, blogger, television pundit, author, lawyer. He's widely known for his book, The Coming Collapse of China, as well as uh, other good stuff. Gordon Chang joins us. Gordon, how are you, sir? Fine, thank you, and thank you so much. Listen, there are plenty of sins from the colonial era. Um, plenty of bad stuff happened. On the other hand, the people of Hong Kong, uh, which was a British colony, um, are probably dreaming, fantasizing of returning to the days as a British colony. What is their likely future now under the control of the communist Chinese? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, both sides have hardened uh, their positions. Um, the kids, the demonstrators, the pro-democracy forces clearly do not want Chinese interference in Hong Kong. China promised 50 years of self-rule under the one country, two systems formula of semi-autonomy. And right now, Beijing has clearly violated that promise. Um, so you see kids um, who have now said this is the last stand for Hong Kong, and many of them have said they're willing to die, and four of them have committed suicide in circumstances where it looks like they're linked to the protest. Um, you know, Beijing right now probably doesn't know what to do. They've lost control of the situation. Um, at some point, they probably will send in the People's Armed Police and the People's Liberation Army, um, but that's clearly the last, last resort for them, because they know that Hong Kong is not armored car country and they're in for a long-term struggle with a very unhappy population. What do you mean not a, an armored car country? Well, um, 
People uh, talk about Tiananmen, uh, 1989, in connection with Hong Kong, and they ask, could that happen again? Well, Beijing has these wide boulevards uh, at the time. Um, It was perfect place for tanks and armored cars to maneuver and to uh, engage in the slaughter. Hong Kong is pretty, you know, got narrow streets, got tall buildings. Um, There's all sorts of things that determined uh, opposition uh, can do. And and I think that essentially you could see a pitched battle and not it it would be um, blood on both sides. Wow. Well, uh, having read a lot about it again with the anniversary just recently, Tiananmen Square, when they cracked down, uh, part of the problem that... um the Chinese government had was there were a lot of young soldiers that were on the side of the protesters and didn't really want to go in there and wipe them out. How, how is that working in this case with the Hong Kong protesters? Well, also, you know, in 1989, there were a lot of generals who didn't want to do this. Right. And, and some generals just absolutely refused Deng Xiaoping, the paramount leader at the time. Um, this time, um, you know, they're bringing in people who don't like Hong Kongers. Um, the problem right now, there are a lot of problems with the Hong Kong police, but um, as you suggest, a lot of them do sympathize with the protesters. They've got family on the other sides of the barricades, and they right now they're demoralized, they're fatigued, um, there's no discipline or very little discipline that you can see. Uh, and that's one of the reasons that might force Beijing to do something it doesn't want to do. But if they're going to bring in people, they're going to bring in people who have no sympathy at all for Hong Kong uh, residents. And so this could get really nasty. Well, yesterday they announced, the Chinese government announced uh, to the protesters, do not take restraint for weakness. Is that as chilling as it sounds? Um, It's chilling, but it's hollow. And and we know this because the Chinese take our restraint for weakness. The Chinese communists will wield power when they believe they have an advantage. If they're just issuing dire warnings, it means that they don't know what to do. If they are going to move, um, we're going to see, I think, much different language um, from China, which would be basically, if you don't stop this immediately, we will bring in the troops. Um, They're not saying that right now, so I don't think that they're going to do it. Um, Xi Jinping, of course, is at a probably desperate. He's got a Hong Kong problem, a trade problem, an America problem, an economy problem. He's got problems um, that we don't even know about, I'm sure. And let's transition to that in in, uh, like 15 seconds. But one more question. How widespread is the support for the protest and the protesters among Hong Kongers? I would think that they've got uh, maybe somewhere about 75% of the population are on their side. The one thing you haven't heard is condemnations from most Hong Kong people about violence. There are a lot of, you know, smart people in the U.S. that, oh, the protesters are going to lose support because of their violent tactics. And they've said that in the middle of June. Well, that hasn't happened yet because most Hong Kong people, while they might not like the violent tactics, are more focused in on China, Carrie Lam, who's the Hong Kong chief executive, and uh, bad Hong Kong police tactics. Right, and they're not armchair quarterbacking. They're in the middle of it. They know what the risk is. Yeah, and and essentially what you've got is um, the kids are getting free passes. The kids can overreact and and overstep the line. I'm not saying they can't do that. I think they probably will do it. But right now, they've got the support of most people in Hong Kong. All right, let's transition to the pressure on Xi and the Chinese regime. Uh, How bad is it and why? 
I think there's a lot of pressure, and the reason is Xi Jinping has uh, unprecedented power, which means he also has unprecedented accountability. In the old Chinese system, that was before he became general secretary in 2012, there was shared responsibility. So if there was something that went wrong, the, the paramount leader didn't get blamed. Well, Xi Jinping has taken power from everybody, so there's nobody else to blame. And also, he's deinstitutionalized the Communist Party by getting rid of rules, which means there are no rules to protect him, which means that when things go well for, for China, as they did in 2017, Xi Jinping got a lot of credit, got a lot of power. When things are going badly for him, as they are now, he's got nobody else to look to. So I think he's in trouble right now, and we can see this from a number of different circumstances, um, which can't be explained. Um, by other um, assessments. So China walks away from some commitments they made earlier on the trade thing. Trump says, I'm going to increase it by 10% September 1st. China uh, devalues their currency even more. And you tweeted yesterday, and it got some attention, today Donald Trump became a wartime president. What does that mean? So it means that the Chinese have just sort of shown uh, thrown restraint to the winds, and they're now uh, acting in an extremely belligerent, extremely hostile manner. Uh, you know, there has been a trade war since the early 1990s. We Americans just ignored it, um, but it's become... Uh, at this point, something you can't ignore. Um, Beijing is attacking our society. And it's not just in trade, of course, not just economics. It's also um, they're putting they they harming our service personnel. They've injured our diplomats. This is at the point where we've got to fight back. And so this is a war. We're talking Gordon Chang. And Gordon, we barely have a minute left. But given the U.S. position that you've got to stop the uh, the theft of uh, R&D, you've got to s- stop uh, demanding total access to companies that invest in in China um, and the nature of the Chinese government. Is there any reconciling those two things? No. We are in a struggle, um, and um, people don't want to hear this, but I don't think that we can coexist with China. At least we can't coexist with the People's Republic of China. We can get along well with the Chinese people. Wow. You know, I haven't seen a lot to suggest you're wrong. I, I don't see a solution. I've got a reasonably vivid imagination. Uh, Gordon Chang uh, is an American author, columnist, thinker, and expert on uh, China and Asia. Gordon, it's always enlightening, um, and we hope we can do it again soon. Yes, well, thank you so much. All right, it's our pleasure. His latest book is Losing South Korea. He doesn't a great think, read as well. He, he doesn't think we can coexist with China. Wow, we'll have to discuss that more at some point. Armstrong and Getty. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.